大家好 ，I'm Bella from Bella Simple Chinese School. If you are beginner, intermediate, advanced, looking for HSK study, business Chinese, or simply want to improve your everyday communication, I'm the teacher for you. Come and join me for a free trial class at Bella Simple Chinese School. Everyone, Craig here. Welcome to another edition of the podcast. Tell Craig your story. Today we're speaking to Enan Vai. Now, Enan was born in Lima, Peru. He holds two degrees in education and law and politics science. He moved to China in 2003. He has been a mindful meditation practitioner since 2014. In 2017, he started studying biomagnetism. Therapy, and at the end of 2018, he was empowered in the shamanic Inca lineage of Maria Apazaya in the mountains of Cuzco in Peru. With having a career in music and an in-depth study of meditation and relax therapy in China and Nepal, he eventually became a practical healer. And after many years of practice and healing, he has developed a unique healing technique combining ancient Andrian musical instruments and the shaman drum vibration. Now he also has classes for healing and meditating, and he also has a drum classes as well. But before we go, please go to our website. We are at Podbean. Tell Craig your story at Podbean.com. We have a link tree that tells you where Tell Craig Your Story podcast is streaming. We are on all the major streaming services. We're on all the social medias. And we have a YouTube account there. Make sure you're subscribing to get all the latest updates. And we have VK for our Russian listeners, and WeChat for our Chinese listeners. At Tell Craig Your Story. This is my chat with Shaman Ainan Vai on Tell Craig Your Story podcast. Hi, Ainan. How are you doing today? Great. Very good. Thank you for inviting me into this beautiful home that you have.、Uh, it's a very、Thank、nice、you. setup, and it's、uh, your business. Tell us a little bit about where we are now. Well,、uh, my studio is a healing studio. First, I do shamanic work. Then I will explain what is about all the shamanic thing. Yes. But yeah, already many years. Actually, this place is new. Also, very mysterious how we found this place. We I can、mm. share it with you. Yes.、Um, Yeah, we do shamanic work. It basically is to healing people about emotional traumas,、uh, some physical illness. So we do counseling to people who probably are feeling a little lost in their life, and we 
give all the guidance to people who uh, want to be healed in their in shaman we call healing the soul yeah. and how has this been like affected like with everybody going into lockdown all the time and sort of has that affected your business and how have you sort of dealt with the, these sort of situations okay so it's very interesting because probably we the reality we make is according to what we believe actually we believe everything is good we trust that everything is good and since I resigned my job I used to be a lawyer I'm a former lawyer I worked here in Shanghai for many years as international school teacher and since we decide to jump to the swimming pool not even knowing if have a water or not we just jump <laughs> we resign so because it was a strong call for changing my life so since it was great of obviously, you know, people in this current time is still scared, people think too much, you know. Obviously, uh, the, the way we do in the, the work, sometimes online, we do different things. But I would say it's, it's good. That's still good, good for us. Yes. Yeah. And now that it's slowly starting to open back are you starting to get more people to come back into your business like is it starting to sort of pick up now yeah yes obviously like the the situation you know with all the the things that happen in this reality about uh, some people is probably not really happy with this lockdown policy you know i i know matter about this whatever is happening uh, probably will uh, taking in the best way because we're really past two months of being in lockdown but it's not bad actually yeah. because in in this modern world currently people go too fast mm. think too much yes we always doing 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 but when you have the chance to just slow down or stop so people get desperate because probably subconsciously they don't want to be with themselves yes because it is a scare what they can find so for me my experience when I lockdown I made new songs I meditate I have my own personal retreat and it was not problem at all I try to be as much present as I can be because as a shaman as a healer it forced I don't want to probably use the word force but as much present we are, we can heal him in the best way. And we follow what we probably realize of our life. And it was not bad. But during this time, I remember in the past, maybe people were crying in the neighborhood. You know the situation, yes. no? And now it's, it's getting a little complicated. But, for example, the next, uh, next week we're going to have a... Uh, the session for the full moon because mm. every full moon we have a um, concert and healing music and the ceremony it will be the last full moon of the year and it's almost uh, you're getting fully booked again right. so every month we get fully booked obviously uh, i feel like it's a little slow because people thinking and thinking and and i trust it's okay so probably in this point and after my my life probably have this change. Mm. I try to 
to balance my life and try to observe my thoughts and my emotions in order to probably also healing myself because one of the worst thing is uh, people think too much as I mentioned before yeah. and according to the University of Harvard the average of of thought that every people individual have in one day is over 60 or 70 thousands of thoughts in one day so but the worst thing is no even the thought but it's because we don't realize that we're thinking mm. so does it create a lot of issue because if you go into the thought you see the quality of your thoughts mostly is pessimistic and that is the point that we generate the reality we don't like it right so for example you want to study university you want to do how you started thinking oh i want to become that and then that doesn't happen. So everything starts with the mind. The mind has this power to create reality. But if we're so negative, that is the reality what we create all the time. Hmm. And then in my life, I, I resigned my job many years ago due to um, illness. So the whole story about why I became a shaman, it was not about the mind. It's, it's so interesting because uh, I got very sick. Like you, you're a teacher too, and uh, we're a colleague. But I, at one point, I, I feel like I was not happy with my my life. So mm. always something, even you have the money, you know. My my job, the money was not bad actually. You know, sometimes we go do extra job. You know, in China we we do the extra work. In my salary was very very beautiful. Mm. Always. Uh, Taking care of how many share of my account. Every <laughs> time checking, you know. Probably now even I don't care about this. It's about a big change. But I always feeling something was missing in myself. Mm. Always something like empty. And I got very sick. I was in Peru with my son climbing the mountains close to Machu Picchu in Peru. Beautiful, beautiful. But then I feel something weird. It's something weird. And then I go to come back to China and they check and I have some uh, problem, some illness with my digestive system. Mm. Uh, and it was the starting point why I decided to make this change in my life mm. because I almost could die. Even if I was no cancer, it was kind of sort of, uh, they call hernia or access, very painful. And the cure also was very, very painful. I never in my life I have this experience of so painful, mm. so much pain. I cry every time I want to oh, go to wow. the toilet. They're like, oh my God. It's like a giving a birth, mm. uh, I, I guess, because it was very painful. So all this event that happened physically, it made me wake up and realize that the, the one who made myself in this stage that my physical body collapsed and broke, literally broke, broken, it was myself. So that was a starting point. I said, well, what I do with my life? It, 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 it should be like this? Should I change? But it, during the pain, because I was in, the, in a clean, in that time I had insurance. And now I have no insurance for, I think, over seven years, no insurance. And I cry, and then I ask to God, whatever, you know, I want to change. I don't want this. I, I want to find a different way in my life. I don't want to suffer like I'm suffering right now. And I ask this so with my heart, with my tears. 
And then I recover, come back to school, and things start to change. So my, I start to be interested in meditation. Even when nobody told me what, what is meditation, I had no idea about meditation. Right. So this idea is coming from my very inner love to, to find this necessity to cure myself. Meditation come, and after a friend invited me to a, a meditation group, then my first meditation teacher came. She helped me also to realize a lot of stuff. And this, my journey mm. in the spiritual path began. But it was necessary that that did pain for make me wake up and try to probably change that. I was doing probably against myself, you know. And after this experience, I say, pain, probably the pain, the physical or emotional pain is the, the energy of awakening. Because that is strong pain make me awake and make me realize that, wow, how much damage I did to myself. When I reacting, when I blame people, when I curse, when I lie, when I angry, and this is probably all the impurities that the Buddhists call the impurities of the mind. They call the five kandas uh, or aggregates. I don't want to go there. It's a bit yes. did Buddhism, but understand that the mind carry this uh, negative side. Mm -hmm. I always call the program the, the matrix. This is mm -hmm. the progress in our mind. So all these impurities uh, I see as a seed but we have a, the bad thing but we have the good things so let the good things that every human being have inside to make grow and this is what I'm doing feeding the, the good part of myself and try to put this balance in my life and when I found this process the healing happened after probably almost seven years or mm -hmm. maybe more I don't remember now I'm not getting sick uh, actually it's, it's, it's interesting since I believe I'm not getting sick anymore my body is healing my body is, is good I never know even a bad cold just once I remember uh, four years ago for I was working working so much I didn't take care of myself I got bad cold for one day but after that Nothing over seven years or six years. No sick. No even bad cold. Mm, Just, that's amazing. You know that? Yes. So this is the power of the mind. Yeah. So, And when I begin to probably healing myself, I have this strong, I don't want to say call, to healing others. And this is actually was my journey began to become a shaman. Right. Amazing. I've got so many questions to ask. I want to go back to where you're from. So you were born in Lima? Yes. In, in Peru? Yes. I don't know too much about uh, Peru other than the Machu Picchu and got a good soccer team. <laughs> so tell us... Uh, well, not that good. You, you guys win. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. But tell us about, uh, you know, growing up there and were your mom and dad involved in this healing process okay so about uh, my parents my my father passed away in 2009 the year i i know my wife uh, actually very interesting wow See, my mom because in this process actually it's interesting because uh but that always 
actually where we are right now recording is my healing studio. Mm. So normally I, I, I always just have a healing, personal healing session here. But today we do something very different. It's very <laughs> interesting because you can smell the Palo Santo. Yes. Yeah. The sage is always here to clean the space. Obviously, the family is probably involved in this healing process because our family backgrounds, and I regret to say, most of the probably the issue we we got as a, an adults, uh, for example, uh, a relationship mm. or, or emotional things, the the origin and the root are in the childhood, and the childhood implies implies family. Yes, I would say, in Shanghai, just in Shanghai, not counting my clients in Peru on other part of out of China, but just in China, I already get probably over a hundred of people, hundred of people uh, receiving personal healing. Nice. And obviously for me, as a former lawyer, I study philosophy, I study logic. So it's, it's not, cannot avoid thinking in, in the logical way and observing most 99%, to not say 100%, I would say 100%, uh, the issue that they have as an adult the origin is the childhood. Because when I ask, sometimes it's so magic. I said, mm-hmm. I know. I told the eyes, I say, do you have a problem with your mom? Mm-hmm. How do you know? Because when the people tell me their physical illness, I immediately I know what is the root because it's part of the work we're doing mm-hmm. to see the connection between the physical illness as a manifestation of some emotion that is trapped in your physical body. So, oh, you did this, this, this. And when we do the connection, we do the, the mysterious thing that the shaman, we, we, we do, and confirming, oh, yes, it was the family. Our cases, hard to say. I have one case, for example, you know, she was, that client, the, the, the girl was abused by the, the dad. Mm. You know, and that leads to many things, but she, the conscious mind forgot. Yes. Because it was so traumatic that she, actually blocked it block yeah but when you recall this because we do some also past life stuff but i or past things you know but i don't want to I try to avoid as much it is connected with the karma and the past life it was very interesting thing but the origin was a family mm. i in most of everyone's come from dysfunctional families the dad the mom the divorce you know because this is the way probably humans uh building the family and mm. if the parents come from a dysfunctional family and two dysfunctional beings meet together and create a family obviously this will pass mm. unconsciously to their kids and obviously it will a change of problems and the, I'd always say cut this uh, circle uh, before you become a parent mm. because then we pass in my case, my family was a very strong reason why I also resigned my job because uh, I know, and I, I, I don't feel bad to share this because it can inspire people. Because after I become uh, a meditator also with teaching mindfulness, I was realizing myself, my mom is still alive and how I cannot feel love for my mother because uh, even time I go to Peru, i mostly traveling, I see her a short time, then come back to China. And then during my meditation process, I realized 
I come to China to escape from my family. Mm. And most of people <laughs> come abroad because they don't want to see their family. So it's some sort of trigger to be around in the country or with their family. They find a job abroad because they avoid to see their family and facing what is painful for them. It was my case. So then I realized, wow, can, how come I not feel love for my mom? I do self-reflect. And that's one, one of the reasons I decided to go to Peru, because I, I, I know I need to heal in this family, family issue for myself. Mm -hmm. So I resigned my job and probably be, be, begin to finish unfinishing task. Mm -hmm. And then there was the journey. Uh, it was very interesting how, how it, it was. Uh, then I was in Peru almost two years during this process. I became a shaman in that process. I had the, the happiness to see my mom and healing this painful part uh, myself during the time my mom was alive. Then my mom passed away in 2009. I have to already come back to China. I think I have to, I was here a month and then I knew it. I knew probably, I knew it that she would pass away. And then I returned, I, I, my daughter called me and yeah, abuelita, grandma passed away and I have to fly again to, to, to Peru. And it was very mysterious things. I, uh, I probably later again, a bit more detailed, but the family definitely is involved in this process. Mm. Uh, and it's not bad because as, as a shaman, uh, as a healer, uh, most the, we have the family that we deserve, definitely. Sometimes we complain about our family. Why I have this father? Why I have this mom? Why? Because of what we deserve. Because this is part of the learning process that we have to face as a human to find the, I would say, the divinity that we have as a human. But because if we reject that we hate, healing never comes. Yes. So the point is to face what is painful and then healing will come. But if you are present, healing come. If you are not present, definitely healing will be very difficult to, to, to come because healing is together with consciousness. And this is the very powerful and very mysterious thing happening. Trust me, I don't get to the, the mysterious thing yet. But it's, that's why family is very important now, in this process. Now, do you have a big family? Do you have brothers and sisters, siblings? Uh, no. Because it's interesting, you know, Latin America is, you see a lot of like China, many people, mm. uh, the families in Latin America is, uh, in Peru is not an exception. Mm. All my friends have a four, five, six brothers and sisters. Yes. I was the only one in my, in my neighborhood. It was just me. Right. And all the time complain to my mom, complain why I have no brother and sister. <laughs> And she keep remain silent. Mm. But in the process, when I returned to Peru, I got the answer. Why? I have no... It's so interesting. And that's why I say, in Shamani we say, you heal the soul, you heal the body. The soul is connected with the emotions, with the traumatic things. It's some sort of the, the container of all your experience, traumatic, the good, the one. In this life, in all the life, mm. that's why God got this sense of 
persona, me, yo, do the soul, and soul and spirit is not the same. But during this soul path, eh, I have to resign my job, go to Peru, and I knew the reason why I have no, no brothers and sisters, because my mom never told me. And that is part of the healing process, because my mom has so much emotions. Mm-hmm. When I asked my mom, are you happy, mom? You were happy in your life? And she think for a moment, she said, no, I never was happy. So she never was happy in her life. It, it just made me reflect how many of our, our parents, they work for us, they sacrifice their life for their children, but they were never happy. Mm-hmm. Happy. So they were doing this, the whole things, but nobody really enjoyed. We what always sacrifice for the others. What about them? Yes. So, and then I, my mom told me, she lost the baby through her emotions. She saw my father, like a, a little, probably 500 meters, you know. My mom used to have a salon, the beauty salon. She do the hair for all the, in the small town. She, in that time, was the only one, you know, and it's very busy. But where is my dad? She saw my dad with other woman in quotations. And then that emotion, because she was already pregnant with my my sister, the elder sister, and through this emotion, she lost, mm. lost the baby. But actually, it was not other woman. It was the cousin just fooling her. Being so stressed. So the, 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 the cousin. Mm. It was no other woman. So this is actually what the Buddha say, perception is deception. How many things we we perceive as a real, but it's not real. Mm. I do that emotion when my lost the baby. Like it was my so one of the reasons then she could get me and then can I have more more baby because she was already old. Mm. So this mm. is very interesting, you know? That's why emotion is involved in all this healing process because why is stress? Stress is strong emotions. Mm. What is anger? It's emotion. You know? What is sadness? It's emotion. So healing mm-hmm. implies emotions. And emotions are very interesting things. Because you you guys, you know, you're from Australia, you're a native English speaker. I know, I speak Spanish. But as a teacher, we have to learn, <laughs> of course, in English. And if you see the word emotions, uh, one of the, the root is motion. In English, mm. motion is movement. So you have motion. And the E is the energy. Right. It's energy and motion. Uh, so therefore, emotion is the energy moving through your physical body, your energy, moving and make you feel something wrong, something's wrong with me, what's going on, why, hey, you know, all this create the drama life. Mm. Because this energy, emotion itself is a program. Emotion is a certain program. If you talk about anger, it's a certain program. It's like a program, a computer program. Yeah. You have the application. The application has certain features. Or, oh, for example, create a draw. So that drawing program cannot play music unless you program this program to also play music. Right. So the emotions and certain emotions work in that same level because it's a little small program is programming to have certain reactions and certain physical 
probably manifestation. They manifest in a physical way. Because we only can manifest the emotions when you, for example, you're angry. <sighs> you know the heart, then you feel hot, you know, it's manifest. Yeah. But actually, emotion is not physical, but it manifests in the physical level. That's what you can sense. Yeah. It's so interesting because we also study uh, two or three years of Chinese medicine. So I understand also for different sources. But this is the reason. So family is very important in this healing process. And, yeah. and I realized why I have no parents or sisters. Mm-hmm. During this process, I understood a lot of things from my mom she never told me before. Yes. And when I decided to heal myself, I had to ask a question because and, and for the people who can listen this, this conversation, if you have your parents alive, you have a strong chance. Don't be scared, ask questions to your parents, <clears throat> communicate with them, and try to find a way to healing yes. your parents, your mom, your dad, because when they pass away, the process will be more difficult. Mm. Because when they're alive, it's easy, much more easier to begin this healing process yes. through your family members. Absolutely, that's a great, great way to do it, because we all have families, we all have mom and dads, and but yeah, communication is very, very important. And I'm sure that's a big part of the healing process, right? Oh, of course, because I, I would say, you know, because we communicate through the, the word mm-hmm. with, with the language, right? But obviously, uh, the language is a very interesting mechanism to express, every individual express themselves through the language, mm-hmm. through talking. But no communication is not just uh, talking. Yeah. But in the in, in, in language, I would say the language is, is has the limitation because the language will never, never, never be able to describe reality. And that reality is. And that's why when we try to to, to fix and to help people enter in the healing process, we use the language, mm. but we use also certain techniques that not necessarily implies a language. But imply energy, imply music, imply Reiki, imply this non-conceptual uh, way to bring healing because energy can also use for healing because emotion is energy and emotion. But you have a white, you have a black, you have a black, so you have the, the, the disease, but you have the medicine too. Mm. So there's the, the other side of the, the energy and motion because we also can use energy to healing people through the music, to the drumming, to the chanting, to, to plant the good things in people or I'll, I'll, I'll let the person realize probably but that they cannot really see by themselves. And this is the process to open things. And I always call the domino effect. Because yeah. if you change something, you put many, many dominoes. But you start to make one change, a deep change That's in your true. life. Everything will start to change. Yes. So I call, in, in my practice, I call the domino effect. Mm. So you open something in person. Because some people can, oh, expecting, oh, because my, my healing uh, is not cheap. It's not cheap. It's not that expensive. Yes. Yeah. But it's a, okay, let's try to fully engage in the session you know you pay your money for, for that 
and try to do your, your, your best to, to open your heart and tell that actually what is, is in your heart and your mind to give me some clues for, for, for the process. And, and, and in this process, uh, probably uh, opening the heart and probably close your eyes. Like my master said, close your eyes, open your heart. Mm-hmm. It was the most strong, powerful way to get the people touching the core being and begin this process of healing through conceptual and we say the non-conceptual way. Mm, that's very interesting. Yes. So you have two majors, one in education and you spoke about it, well, law and politics. Yeah. So how is that, how have you brought that sort of knowledge into your healing? And why, why the change? Why the, why the two changes from being a teacher to, or a lawyer to a teacher to now uh, your healing technique? You know, it's actually, I realize a lot of things. We never know what we can be good at until we try. I never know I can become a teacher. I, I, I study law, I'm a lawyer. In this process, I was doing music many years in China. I play Latin music. I know how to play conga, the salsa. But it's part of my, I call the past life. I mean, but it's this body life. But I call the past because I think I'm not the same person. Mm. Like back 10 years ago, it's totally different. If, if people can see me, I have long hair, I, my, the way i dressing, the way i thinking, speaking, it's a different person. Yeah. It's totally different. If I, when I see my pictures from that picture we have 10 years ago, I even see it as an energy, because I can see, feel energy. Oh, this guy is not me. Oh, it's so interesting. Yeah. So, at that time, I was different, different person, okay? But obviously, what we learn, not if, nobody can take it from you. But for me, in the experience to become a teacher was, I still musician, I remember my ex-wife, hey, we need to substitute teacher, please come to help. At that time, I in China over 18 years, maybe 19, maybe 20, 2003, I, I come to China. Yep. I even <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. Really, really. And that time was not so many foreigners and they need a substitute teachers. So as a sub, eh, I can't, oh my God, so tired. Because <laughs> I'm still working as a musician. You know the life yeah. of a musician. Yeah. Working late, drinking, and then mm. morning go to the school. It was killing for me. Mm. So eh, it's interesting because and then I did after school activities and I said, wow, I like this. So interacted with the kids, talking, yeah. and they're... Especially with the middle school one, I they so eager to learn, yes. to sing, to play game that this energy activate. That this is the way it is. It activates something that's inside of you. Yeah. Not because suddenly, suddenly, it's activating something as a seed that's inside of you. But I never knew it until I try. I did. I like this. And then I did my first decree. It's so interesting. In that time, I was no shaman. That's why I say, as all souls, mm-hmm. we have certain knowledge. The body has a, a, a knowledge. The body knows things. It's so interesting, too. Mm-hmm. But it's something in myself. Uh, uh, I start to do, like a now, right now, we do the, the positive the, the decree or positive affirmation. This is a metaphysical way to manifest reality. And I did by myself, 
it's interesting because every time I sub, especially because we teach Spanish, I teach, uh, I, I used to teach IB, IB Spanish. But every time when I was a substitute, I always follow the direction of the, 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 the real teacher in quotation. He told me what to do, da, da. and then I have strong, strong will, uh, willingness. I want, I want to have my classroom. Mm. I want to have my classroom with my name there. I don't want to follow other people's lesson plan. I want to make my own lesson plans. Mm. I want to use my brain. And in this process, I quit music, actually. Mm. A part of my first action, it was I sold all my instruments. I just keep my precious flute. But the rest, I have a lot of I just sold everything. Nice guitar, amazing microphone, you know, the wireless. I sold everything. And then, because you will see one person really want to make the change, you have to, to probably cut the past. And I did all this with no that unconsciously. Mm. And I also, I read a paper, a white paper, but it, okay, I want to become a teacher. I want to have the, my 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 own classroom with my name. I did several things. I want to have a stable job, you know. I, and then, it's so interesting. After probably several years, because I put this paper, it before I be, began my uh, studies as a teacher, you know, and I put this paper in, in one big book. And after many years, I already, you know, I was checking my, my then I found the paper mm. and almost everything in the list. It was amazing. I have Mr. Mesa, my own classroom, my own teaching. I already many years in IB, I already qualified. It was so amazing how reality it could manifest. It was this simple action of, the, of writing a paper that all my intention was being manifested in the reality. Because I did. I, I don't even don't know why I did. Yes. And it was so crazy. It manifest. So that's why I say, if you want something in your life, just put your heart, and you can be doing this little work. Write something in there, put your intention, and then magic things happen. And that is the way probably uh, something open in that. And as a lawyer, it also helping me a lot, uh, this knowledge, mm. how to talk with people, teacher. Yes. In my current job, I do workshop, I do retreat, and it's not probably, also as a, as a musician. I'm not scared to, the last time we have a big session with many people in the, in one theater in Shanghai, I forgot the name, in Pudong, beautiful, beautiful, many people. So I'm not scared to, to speak in front of many people. So with this skill as a musician, as a lawyer, or whatever you study, it will help you eventually yes. in whatever. Even I know the lawyer, I, 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 I mean, I'm a lawyer, but I know work as a lawyer. Even I'm a, a teacher, but I probably a different kind of teacher, probably more like a spiritual, I was all a spiritual teacher. But all this skill helping you a lot, definitely. Never is wasting time because you always can use what you learn yeah. eventually in your life. Yeah, absolutely. 
one of the things when I first was doing research for this uh, interview was that I actually, and I'll be honest, I didn't know what a, what a shaman was. Okay. And I'm sure not all the listeners that will be listening will know what a shaman is. So can you give us like a little bit of a, a background on, on what, what it really is? Okay, so it's so interesting, you know, from the, the, the word shaman or sama in Chinese is a, I say Mongolian, they call Tungur, Tungur language in the Siberia or this remote area close to Russia, China, mm. Mongolia. And the language, uh, and the etymology of the language, shaman or saman is the one who sees. It's interesting because it's the one who has the capability to see things that probably ordinary people, common people cannot see. But actually, I think everyone has this power to see. But because we are so busy with our mind thinking all the time, that we cannot see things that probably they're obvious. Like right now, for example, uh, we have a car. Uh, but said the first shaman was a Tesla. I always say the first shaman was Tesla. <laughs> we have we bought our Tesla. A modern. A, a, a modern shaman, I would say. Yeah. And, and, and in this experience, driving in China, people know there's no present. Mm. They drive in a certain way. I avoid many times. And avoid accident, somebody crashed me because I was fully present when I driving. So somebody come to me like I just stop or, or go fast to avoid the accident because my work is to be fully present. I try to be present 24 hours. Means I'm here and I'm aware that I'm here. I'm aware that I'm making a drum. I'm aware that I'm talking to you because if we see, we have 70,000 thoughts in one day. I'm aware what my mind is thinking. So this is the work that this means shaman is the one to see because can observe their mind, observe the reality. If from that process of observation is the healing, the energy of healing comes mm. and can see things in people. For example, a person Oh, when I see a person, I can see probably the majority of the, the emotions. For ex just an example, a person who has the wrinkling in the middle part of the oh, forehead yeah. Yeah. is because it's always angry, for example, or always sad. Some people have a sad face because that emotion, it will imprint that in their face. It's so interesting. Mm. So, but as I always say in the, in the session, mouth can lie all the time, but the energy and your face never Cannot. lie. Cannot that's, lie. Yeah, that's a great, that's well said. <laughs> so true. Yes, because it's interesting, you know, people like uh, have a sad face because when we talk about they have a lot of problems in childhood, was abandoned, was abused. And some people don't know how to be happy mm. because the parents were not happy. So they cannot raise a happy children. They've only seen what they've saw through the family. Yeah. Yes. So it's interesting, you know, and this is the point that the shaman, it was the, because I'm sorry, I need to translate from Espanol, Spanish, and English. But this was, 
it was the the shaman always appeared in the community because the shamanic work is is back a thousand of years, probably twelve thousand years when the first settlement of human began to be close of to 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 make a community, right? So it was always the shaman there. It was the medicine doctor, the, the one who hold the wisdom in the community to tell what to do, what not to do. People have the illness that the shaman know. Because in this process of observation, the shaman observe that certain plants, certain have a quality of, as a medicine. This is the way actually the, the herbal medicine more through the shamanic pra practitioner. This is the way also the, the Chinese medicine acupuncture more back in the shaman in the shaman culture mm. because even the religion it had the origin in the shamanic even shaman we have no religion i have no religion this is probably the yeah i don't want to go uh, because i don't want to speak about religion yeah. but uh, the origin of shamanic the shaman is not religious it is observation and connection with the elements that's what we say, you know, the shaman always in the evening observing the stars. That is the way the, the astrology works, all this. Yes. Because you observe the thing, you observe the elements. Yes. And observation is one of the, the, the most powerful things. Of course. And, but observation is probably one of the scientific methods as well. If we study in the, you know, the scientific method is observation. Mm. But this observation was probably the, the opening, not like a limited science, don't believe in religion, don't believe in energy, don't believe in, in spirit, because they close mind. But the shaman was totally closed. And I would say, when you really connect with the elements, you will, you will feel it's something divine, or something, if you go to Australia, you see the sunrise, you see the beauty, you say, somebody have to make this. <laughs> so it's too beautiful to be random. Mm. And that, that same approaching when you see in Cusco in the mountains, or when I was in Yuna, and you you meditate in the morning. Yeah, it's beautiful. It, it's something divine there. Yeah. So uh, the shaman found the key to to access to this divine energy through the observation, through their heart, through their connection, to bring healing to the community. And this is the way many the Reiki, all this is kind of. Uh, healing method that we call uh, probably holistic. Uh, personally, I from the tradition in the Inca, because in Peru we have the Incas. Yes. And this back my tradition back before the Incas. Wow. Uh, yes, it's, it's interesting because my master is from the Quero. The Quero is the one of the last tribe from original Inca. It was almost untouched by the Spanish. Because the Spaniards, when they come to the Americas, they try to impose the, the religion, right? It's imposition. So it was so interesting because I heard the stories that the Quero, it was the last Inca tribe. And they, because their community in Paucartambo, in the mountains, is a little remote. It's like a 4,000, very high meters. It's very difficult, very hard conditions. Mm. So the Spanish don't bother to go. And when I heard the story about the elders, they make an invisible energy uh, field to make the community invisible to the eyes of the Spanish. 
It's very interesting. This is why my teacher called the popoch. Make the popoch. Popoch is a, a bubble. Right. So sometimes when I bring in some Palo Santo, we bring some stuff uh, they cannot bring to China, we made this invisible thing. If the people in the immigration, they don't see. Actually, I bring a lot of stuff very interesting that probably will be a little forbidden, you know, like a Palo Santo, all this stuff. that You cannot bring this stuff. Yes. Uh, and I brought, even from the Amazon, my Amazon leaf. Oh, this is from the Amazon. Right. So uh, this is probably forbidden. But I brought this, you know. Actually, it's not a bad thing, but, you know. And, and I make invisible things. And this is what my teacher taught the student to create the invisible as your own intention. You can make invisible things, you know, and they make invisible. And most of the teaching and the way uh, of this uh, tradition, it was almost untouching from from the Spanish. So back at the shamanic things, it's a very mysterious thing because it, it is it's probably the unification of the elements that is the airs. The, the, the fire, the the wind, the water, the ether, all these elements interacted. The the spirits, all this we we had the four main power animals that represent the four directions. We have the 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 snake, we have the jaguar, we have the hummingbird, and we have the eagle or the condor. That's the main spiritual thing. This is so interesting. Mm, things yes. that is the mysterious part of shaman, but shaman also can access a different state of consciousness in order to be in touch with the spirit, mm. in order to heal. And this is all mysterious. Probably will take hours. I don't want probably go <laughs> to through this, yes. but mention it's some sort of part. In, especially my uh, shamanic practice, I is probably I call this. Probably very eclectic. I don't know if you have this word eclectic. Yes. Eclecticism. I mean, it's not just my tradition, but I try to integrate a different tradition. I learned from Buddhism. Right. I learned from Taoism, from Chinese medicine, from even the the, the music because I also musician. Yeah. So all this knowledge integrate into the yeah. power of healing. Yes. So in this integration is that some sort of I I would say. The normal things that you can see, you can touch the music, but also the company of the mysterious part of the shamanism about the spirit, about the state of consciousness, about seeing things, a sense, things that probably common people cannot sense. And through my practice, we develop this uh, sense. You know, uh, yesterday I met a client that uh, during the personal healing session, I tell her, your grandma is passed away. Your grandma passed away. No, no, my grandma passed away. And after two days, the grandma passed away. Because somehow, in that trance, in that things, I, I saw the the grandma. Actually, I saw the grandma. So the grandma was ready to, to leave. And I saw, and she was like, "Oh my God!" So many things like this it can happen during the session. But I normally my, my master would say don't say these things. But I probably I share with uh, people in order to create this awareness that not necessarily things that you cannot see, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. That's right. Mm. 
because I'm a lawyer. I fell, I used to be a logical person, I had a teacher. And for me to switch my mind in this 360 degree and believe what I'm believing now, it's because what happened to me through my journey, it was a very mysterious and very mystical that happened to me that makes me believe and makes me say, I have to believe. It's some sort of things that my logical mind cannot understand. But not everything is a logical mind. Yes. Not everything is logical. Because when the logical mind tries to understand emotions, sorry, that's why certain psychology doesn't work. Because it's a lot of things that is very mysterious here that is involved or in the whole things. Like a spirit, like a possession, all this is. That's what we talked about before the exorcism. We also can do exorcism. All these mysterious things a part of this reality, but humans, most of humans cannot see it. And my work as a shaman is to see beyond the mind and see beyond the physical eyes can see. Right. It's very interesting. Yes, very. How do you become a shaman? Or how did you become a shaman? That is interesting. <clears throat> because... I never think about it. And this is also mysterious. Remember, I mentioned the illness. Mm-hmm. So I guess in the moment I asked for this process for healing myself and the meditation coming, it was like a again the domino effect. So many things. I open one door, then another door open, another door open, and then I already bought bought my ticket to to Peru. I already have my ticket. Okay. Even I don't know what is going to be my journey because I was so scared to quit my job because you know, and we need. A, I, I was thinking we need. I was thinking we need a job, but it's not true. We don't need a job. So I need a job. I need stability, and I realized it was all my mind. The sense of security is also all is a mind. There's no, there's no such a sense of security. It, it, it really, I realized, because I have to quit my job, I have no much money, I mean, I, I have some money to keep it with me, to, to, to support myself because I'm not working. But then my, 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 one of my friends in Peru, that she also really shaman, uh, she always was telling me, hey, you're a shaman, because in Peru I did music too. I, my music was very shamanic. But I never think about that that way, because my mindset. It's, it's, it's amazing because I really have my ticket and my, my friend say, hey, uh, Maria Pasa is the master. It will open an initiation. Do you want to be initiated as a shaman? What? <laughs> you, you know what I mean? I mean, I mean yeah. it, it was not in my mind. And, and it's interesting because I already bought my ticket. So when you're ready to make some changes, the the... the the universe or whatever energy, of course, we, we have a name for that, but I want to confuse people. I just say the universe, it brings you things. I really got my ticket. So anyway, I'm going to Peru. But in the moment I, I just got my ticket and I know I was going to Peru, the big one of the biggest master in Peru, the biggest, say the one of the biggest, mm. opened the initiation. So see the synchronicity of all these things. Yes, then mm-hmm. I see because already I understand synchronicity. Say, okay, something else is destiny. So I just put my trust on that. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, it was not cheap. Really, it was not cheap. That's why decision imply is that it's not cheap, really. But I was reading that before you become a healer, you need to be healed yourself. Yes, uh, this is Tell one. This is one of the, the parts. So this was all about this this process. That's one of the reason actually. Remember, I already meditation many years, mm. but they have this sense that it's something big. I need to heal for myself. That's actually the reason why I come back to Peru. Because I know I need to heal my family thing mm. with my mother. And guys, this whole thing was combining for me. Because in the moment I was healing myself, it came the process to become a shaman. It was an interesting. It was all this ongoing process at the same time. Because the most I understand my sh- in my shaman, shamanic, how the shaman healing. I understand how to heal myself. It was the one cause effect thing. And it was so mis- mysterious because I decided to trust. And what my what my master uh, uh, in one of the class, she said this, close your eyes and open your heart. And I couldn't understand what means. But after several reflection and meditation, I realized when you close your eyes, you have to trust. This is the sense. Because you have to, you cannot see with your physical eyes, but you can see with your heart. So that means you, I have to trust. And trust in the heart, it means trust your path. Trust to everything for good is going to be for you. But you must stop this negative mind and begin to open up the abundance in yourself. And that was my understanding. And then it, this process also, the healing myself was so mysterious. Mm-hmm. But during, during this process of just becoming a shaman, I already got initiation. Also, something very mysterious happened. I remember we go to the mountains with all the people. It's like a 4,200 high. And one of the biggest glaciers, mountains in, the, in Cusco, is the Ausangate. It's like a Mount, Mount Kailash. It's very sacred. For the Buddhists, for the Hindu, for us, for the Inca, is the Ausangate. It's a big glacier, glacier, beautiful, big. It's also lake there, down. So I was, we just arrived, you know, because we are city people. Mm-hmm. Going to 4,000 4, is like, a, oh my God, you know. But I, I, I don't know why, I feel great. I already have one day in Cusco, I acclimatized to the highest. And we go with the car, then with the donkey, you know, people. We get the, made the base there, close to the Usangate. And then something was calling me. And I decided to go to the mountains by myself because people was dying there. You know, because, oh my God, too high. We decided, the, the, the organizer decided to have a rest first. But myself, I was full of energy. And I decided to go. And I go, go to the mountains. And no, I always carry, but not the flute, Oxygen. my flute. Oh, your flute. Yes. I always carry my flute. Actually, that flute is already, already give away. It's a long story. This is the flute I made. But it's always like, a, I like to play like this.
very high pitch. And, and then a condor, you know condor, like an eagle, they come. They will come. It's not the first time that happened. Wow. Here back in the months ago, we have a session in the mountains. Yeah. And the eagle come. Wow. I know, this is actually a very mysterious thing. It's amazing. It, it comes, the condor. But then, okay, I keep walking. And then, probably in 150 meters, there was a big stone. In the moment I was playing the flute, I saw some sort of spirit, person, I don't know how to describe, full of color. They, they have a hat, but full of color. The, the clothes, every time I play the flute, she or he or it, I don't know how to say, begin to observe me. But the moment I stop playing, I try to turn, Go. hiding. Right. If we were in this game for a while, <laughs> playing the flute, can't you see? I think I was approaching, approaching. But at one point I, I feel something, but I don't go there. Because we have some stories. But there's some sort of old spirits. Okay? And I hear the stories, that's better, I don't go. Because I have all the stories, people got lost. And then I step back and return. But this mysterious thing happened the first day before I become a shaman, officially. And after that experience, become a shaman, after the empowerment from my, my, my teacher, more mysterious things actually happened. Then, in that time, I already become a shaman. I already have uh, my title, Pampa Misayo, Chumbipacos, like as titles as a shaman. In the paper, you know. But then you need experience, you need yeah. the healing, you know. And then we have a ceremony in Lima. I come back to Lima. I will have ceremony. Uh, during the ceremony, I got possessed. Oh, I remember. That spirit called the Gentiles. Oh. We call the Gentiles, the Gentil. I don't know why, the Gentil. Because Gentil in Spanish means gentle. Right. I don't know why. But there are many stories that people just, like a story about the, the, the guys in the, in the sea, they, they see the, the uh, mermaid taking the sailor, you know? Oh, yes. Some sort of story like this. <laughs> yeah. So, it always true, by the way, because people's not great. This, I don't want to talk about it. The issue is, okay, then in, back in Peru, we have a ceremony, a shamanic ceremony in, in Lima. And then during the, the visions in the ceremony, I got possessed with one, one spirit. And I am totally convinced it was this guy. I don't know if you can see. I don't know if people can see. Oh, wow. It, because I have a, I have an ancient pottery. So I hold it in my hand. So you see, the face is like a, in trance. Maybe some psych, psycho, psycho, what that? Some plant that the shaman drink. Right. And I'm pretty sure it was this shaman, it came to my body. It was so interesting because I never had this experience, you know, uh, as a lawyer, whatever, you know. Yes. It, it possessed my body. I was like a, like a having visions, and, and then I couldn't really control my, my body. Wow. I began dancing like a, like the sumo, you know, the sumo fighter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the people see me like, what's going on? There's, and then I hear things and I see things. In this process, I feel, you know, the, the, the Greek uh, mythology, 
the atlas who carried the world. Yeah, in this point, I feel like the atlas carries something very heavy in my shoulders. I goes, ah, screaming, ah, something heavy, 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 he was heavy. It's something, in the moment I, I scream and I hold this energy, I don't know, big ball of energy, and I hold it and put it down, then I back to myself. Right. And, and, and this experience is a, so mysterious because when I see the, uh, the other shaman that was there, that shaman, it was not human. Ah. I saw the face like a dragon or like a reptile. It was not a human. Because I could see, in this moment I get to see beyond my physical eye, it was not human. I see something. But I didn't go scared, it was so interesting. Mm. Because I didn't go scared. That after this experience and this ceremony in, in, in Lima, because we did the ceremony close to the uh, ancient sun, ancient pyramid. It carry a lot of energy. Right. And, and then, whatever was in my mind, because after the initiation, I was intending to come back to China and continue being a school teacher. So I hold this mind. Maybe part-time, you know this. You plan B. Maybe this. But after the experience to, to being possessed by this shaman, mm. because this is from the Moche culture, it's back... 1200 BC, we saw another, another uh, spirit coming. It come, and the shaman, the more more experienced shaman, because I was very beginner shaman, he told me the other light we saw, it was the Dama, the Lady of Cow, in it's one pyramid in Peru, and they found the the mummy, the mummy, of the. Uh, pre-Incan ruler, it was a woman, but that ruler, that queen, it was a shaman, mm-hmm. have a long hair, they found the mummy, even have a tattoo, like a snake in their arms, it's very interesting, right. I, want, I want to go to see her, because then I come back, the coronavirus, I didn't, so when I come back to Peru, I have a lot of work to do, okay, um, because I, I haven't seen her, I didn't have time the last time also, but it was connected with that culture. So whatever is something back myself in that time, maybe even my soul was this shaman. I don't want to think too much or figure out things, but it was so very interesting. This, the scene happened to me. Yeah. So that means then right after coming back to China, that my mind about also teaching, it disappeared. So the message said, you have to become full-time shaman and do work in Shanghai. Did you see this in China or only in Peru? Only in Peru. All the, most of the mysterious things happen in Peru. Peru have a lot of, yeah, of course, as a Peruvian, I couldn't. But in China, I also have a mystical experience mm. with anything. Because I have a long history as well. Yes. So I also have this experience uh, to see things, you know. Uh, with nothing, I don't take drugs, I don't take drugs, I don't smoke, mm. I don't drink. So this has happened when, when my mind goes in different state. We call it a shamanic state of consciousness. That means the mind switch in different state. As I mentioned before, the mind, the, everybody's mind is in the beta state. 
But when you switch to theta state, that means your mind is very calm. Yeah. So you can access to different uh, consciousness. Therefore, also you can access to certain visions. It's, it's a very mysterious thing that I don't want to go through this. Yeah. But it can be with the music, mm. with the drums, with the breathing, in many ways, not necessarily uh, some plants like uh, people in the Amazon do, yeah. but through breathing, through chanting, mm. through playing drums, through meditation, through breathing, you can access to that different state of consciousness. Yeah. So you come back to China, and then is it you start your your own healing process that in, in China? Actually. No, because I already became a shaman. I did work in Peru yeah. because I stayed in, in Peru two years, more um, sort of two years. Mm. And I get a shaman in the first three months I arrived in, uh, in Peru. Right, I go to Peru, I go to the initiation. It was interesting. It was very amazing, amazing thing. And I did work in Peru, and so began began my work as a, as a because in Peru, I also did healing as a Reiki at the beginning, but not as a shaman. So it was a different thing, you know. Of course, I learned a lot. Uh, also, it's possible people can get physical healing. That happened, I had one case. Uh, the woman had a stroke because if, uh, her dad passed away in her arms. Mm. And that was very traumatic, and she got a stroke, brain stroke and she couldn't taste anything, even spicy, the most spicy, she had no feeling. She could not, people buy perfume for her, she could not smell. She lost the sense of smell and taste. Can you see how horrible is eating that food you cannot taste? And during the process, because in this process she comes once a week, you know, we work in the singing bowl, Reiki and the shamanic thing, and she get cured. Amazing. One time she said, she called me Ricardo, that's my Spanish name. I can feel, I can smell. She was so happy. Now she's totally recovered. So she could get the sense of taste. Because we have a ceviche, a fish with a lime, a very famous dish in Peru, one of the most famous dishes in Peru. Mm. And she, for the first time after two years, three years, they could feel the taste of the ceviche again, she was so happy. Wow. <laughs> so that means, but of course, but it implies a, a consistent therapy because sound, I did the sound healing with her. So constantly, uh, also the practice, because she, well, she was one of my meditation students. I did a mindfulness course in Peru. She was one of the few actually finished the eight weeks program because many people quit. We are, I'm 52, so if we decide, okay, I think I need healing, okay, if we are 30s or 40s, how many years of feeding your anger, feeding your trauma, and keep making these things, you know, long life, and expecting one session get healing, I'm sorry, that's not yeah. happen. <laughs> you accumulate your emotion through so many experience, so many years, and no, it's a process that I get, uh, to the client, homework. I get the, the homework. And I would say all is mine. Everything is mine. So mine 
can make you sick, but also the mind can give you the medicine. So it's a process that people have to have a strong self-love to want to get healing. It is also about related to consciousness. Because many people know. It's like a, you know. I know I need to go to gym. I know I have to stop drinking or smoking. But people keep doing it. Yes. Habits. So you say, right, it's the habit. Because the habit is the subconscious mind, subconscious program, running, running, running. It's a strong forces. I don't want to even talk about Patanjali Sutras. This is the Yoga Sutras. But part of the... the the, the, what Patanjali mentioned in the sutra is the repetition creates reality. Repetition creates, but repetition things create healing. You create new habit. You create a new belief, a new way of thinking that will bring the energy healing with you. But need a process to cancel the habit we don't want it or the belief and planting the new thing the new belief, a new habit, to running again. And that is the way we can self-programming. I call the hacking the mind. So then this way, we can reprogram our mind, hacking what we don't want it, and get the healing. It's amazing. In your healing process is you have like a drum class and you say it's feeling the vibrations yeah. uh, as a part of the healing process. So tell us, explain a bit more about that. Okay, so before that, I feel something come to my mind. After become a shaman, I returned to Peru. Obviously, uh, so I returned from Peru to here, to Shanghai. I have nothing. Right. I already quit my job. And probably I was uh, really... Uh, no, I will become uh, those healing stations, you know, but I just arrived. And how to start it, you know, it's just, it was very interesting. I remember my fiancé in that time, because my wife right now, uh, she had a tiny apartment. Because we have a, we live in together, we big apartment, but she feel too big apartment for, for myself. So she moved to small. And then I have all my instruments. I brought some guitar for all my instruments. And I was doing a session by myself. She went to work and I was playing by myself. And the moment playing this instrument, we call the chacapa, the shamans in the Amazon begin to, you know, I was playing music and doing the chanting. Yeah. And then something very mysterious happened. So obviously I was trying to, how to make this music and like my mind going some certain trance and I clearly see the musician just left and the shaman came this is my interpretation so the musician so I'm no musician anymore so whatever you ask me are you a musician no I'm no musician I'm a healer so we use the music for healing and as we talking about before Everything is energy, vibration, and frequency. Mm. When you play the drum, when you play the flute, it's some sort of vibration. Mm. Our body is also vibration because our body is constantly in movement. Even when you're sleeping, even when you calm, your body is still moving yes. because we are made of atoms, particles. 
is constantly moving in a subatomical level. Either quantum physics, everything uh, is nothing is static. Nothing is even if we have put this fluid here. The fluid is right now moving. Mm. We just cannot see it. So uh, healing music works in, in, in that level, in a level of the frequency. But it's not just the music or the frequency. It's the the strong healing come through the intention. This I tell my students the last uh, week we have a session. It's not just the instrument. Some people play, for example, the uh, the singing bowl. So for the people to realize, you know, like mm. this. Wow. So it's not just the physical instrument. It's who play the instrument. It means it's not just the instrument of healing. It's the healer who made the healing. It's just the instrument. So your intentions running, your intention running close and within this vibration mm. to bring healing. Of course, the person must believe yes. that will receive healing. It, 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 you know the placebo and nocebo effect. You know the placebo. The study they give some some pills. They say, okay, the pill you will get cure. You will good. Package the pill have nothing. Nothing. It's nothing. It's just like a I don't know whatever sugar whatever. It's no have chemical. And people get cure from their disease because they be, believe they get cure. The nocebo effect. It's the opposite. If you think something is bad for you, then you get sick. Mm. My mother all the time told me, please don't put your woman hands on the water, cold water, please you get sick, cover your, your neck. I always, when I was young, carry a scar. Uh -huh. uh, <coughs> <He> always say, <coughs> it's because my mom planted that belief. That if I touch water, if I do things, I will get sick. Mm -hmm. So most of people get sick because they believe they will get sick if they do something. This is actually the way I know getting sick because I know many of the little things that I was planting, I just cancel. Yes. So this is the, the way healing comes. So just the way can be with fluid mm. or can be the drop. Right now I have the... This, this is the Japanese flute, it's the hakuhachi. So, it's the vibration. For example, we know, when I do my session, I used to also. guitar or the singing so it can be many ways in Shanghai we we were I would say pioneers bringing the medicine music to mm -hmm. China in South America we we used to do that yeah we call this medicine music it's a strong movement in in Peru spreading all Americas It's music with meaning Music with the healing intention, music with the lyrics. Maybe it's not like a commercial music, you know, but we the message we bring is a healing message. Mm -hmm. For example, one famous Hoponopono. I'm sorry, 
please forgive me. I thank you. I love you. When we sing this song, so simple. Oh, people cry mm. and feel releasing a certain emotion because actually forgiveness is one strong healing medicine to forgive. So it's, 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 it's amazing the power of music. Yeah, exactly. can be the drum, can be the flute, even can be just the thinking. The last week I have a vocal tuning class. Mm. It's people can heal themselves with the hum. So teaching how to, because every chakra has connected with one, one note, mm. a music note. So we give this teaching how to, the chanting, you know, it's a very interesting class. Mm. So this is all the ways can be healing. So in the drumming group, we choose the drumming. It's interesting, we begin with a lead. We are already over 25 people in the drumming group. That's great. So we started with one, two, because uh, People feel the last time also was very beautiful. We 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 chanted a new song and was so people so connected. And that is the way you've been in healing, yes. because when you do music, even you forget that you exist. So the idea that you exist, probably the ego mind, is to bring you so much sorrow, so much uh, illness. But when it's at that moment, you forgot even yourself yes. and you just become the music. You're a musician too. When you play music, you become this, the guitar, you become the note, you become the music. Mm -hmm. So then you lose yourself in this beautiful healing vibration. And that is the way people get feeling in their, in their soul and their emotion, get more, more peace. Yes. Because of the, the, why the whole world is like this, because we have no peace in yourself. Yes. You find the peace in yourself, you find the inner peace, like the... Uh, Kung Fu Panda. Look at Master Shifu try inner peace, inner peace. And Kung Fu Panda found the inner peace, it could defeat the devil. Mm. This is true. Yeah. Because when you you find your inner peace, you can defeat the devil that you also have inside. Mm. So the whole thing is about healing. Yeah. You, you, you probably kill your demons. You mm -hmm. transform your demons into the angels that you also have inside. It's all about transformation. Mm. About... I call the mental transmutation. It's all about transmutation. Change this energy into a new energy. And this that's why healing. And now we have many people in drumming group. Uh, also myself in this process of healing or bring healing I I make in drums. Even I didn't know I can make so many drums. Uh -huh. so, so I make flutes too. So I don't know. I just know how to make it. It was the process, you know. And today, before coming to the, the yes. interview, <laughs> I was spending almost a half day, six hours, seven hours. And at the last stage of making the drum, one of the lace broke. So <laughs> the drum broke. Almost the drum finished. It's interesting because it's connected. Because when I make a drum, mm. I connect the drum with the person. So I already blessed the skin, I blessed everything. So it's already is the second time with that climb, the, the drum broke. Mm -hmm. It's the second time. So that means that person 
has some issues. I already contacted him. It's an issue that had to go over mm. because this end is so strong. It's so mysterious. Yeah. yeah, it's so mysterious. Sometimes the drum is no problem. <laughs> this time, you know, this is a very mysterious thing. Yeah. Okay, so we already have many people in the uh, shamanic group, mm. a drumming group, and more people is coming. We made the drums. The people don't necessarily need to get the drum for me, so people can buy very cheap drum. But I not recommend that because it's a mass production yeah. a drum. I bless the drum, I connect with the people, I do all the what my people and the Indian American people do to make the drum. The Palo Santo, the blessing, I chanting, you know, mm -hmm. to empower this drum, I consecrate the, the, the drum for healing. So this is the way. And I spend a long time, we do it with love. Mm -hmm. We do it for, for healing. It's, but if people maybe know... Uh, feel comfortable paying because it's not that expensive, but it's not that cheap. Mm -hmm. So it's no problem. People can enjoy our drumming group. They can buy cheap drum and about, but you will feel that it's very different. Actually, how, itself. How do we find you on social media and how do we get in touch to come to your sessions? Well, uh, I have my WeChat is Inenbai Shanghai or Inenbai Inen SH. Shanghai. Also, they can find me in my channel. We also growing the channel. We do some teaching uh, sessions. You know, it's also our music is in in my channel. And later, probably you can put that description. Yeah, I sure. also have my Instagram. Yes. If people want to have a healing, also we do distant healing. Also, it's possible that distant healing or online sessions. Yeah. That's what I wanted to ask. Now, can you still do it online? Is that, or do you have to physically be here? To uh, it's very interesting. This is what I learned in the Reiki. Mm -hmm. It can be distant Reiki. Right. So, in a distant Reiki, can be distant shamanic because it's 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 not just about your physical body, but the, because most is is a non-physical body. Yes. The Hindu discover the chakras. Chakra is an energy point. They also like my people. Remember, mention the popoch. Yes. It's called the aura. It's in, very interesting. So we have the mental body and emotional body. So you access to that non-physical body in the non-physical way. That's why I respond to your question. Yeah. It's very mysterious, very interesting. What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Interesting. I would say don't be scared or afraid to be with yourself. Whatever healing will come when you face even the difficult traumas or the physical the difficult moment in your life like a family don't be scared to face it and to confront mm -hmm. because in the moment you confront even your worst nightmare healing will come in that action when you even you feeling scared but you dare to cross the line then the healing energy will come with you because the healing energy is in you. Because you are your channel, you are your healer. It comes in you. But don't be scared to pursue your healing because everyone in this planet needs healing. So don't be scared to get healing. Last question. Who is your greatest inspiration slash hero and why? 
Mm. Interesting. I never think about it. Because human, we have the archetype. The hero is one archetype. Carl Jung, the, the psychologist guy, mentioned the archetype. The hero is also one archetype. But it's no, no means that I will become a Jesus or become Buddha. But it's the, 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 the inspiration that all this person who did. One of my biggest, uh, probably, uh, to give me a lot of inspiration was the Buddha. Mm-hmm. Because the Buddha was a, a, a prince of everything. But he quit everything to become the Buddha. So that means in order to get something, we have to lose something. So sometimes we have to let something inside yourself to die if you want to reborn. So he part of himself died and to become the Buddha, to, to forget what he think, was thinking, what he was, in order to find who actually the person who really was, not the person who was thinking he was. So that is my biggest inspiration is the Buddha, also Jesus Christ. I don't think it's one. And Jesus Christ says something powerful. The, it's in the Bible. Men, the human, will not get sick or ill for something coming to your mouth, inside your mouth. If for something comes out of your mouth, that they create a problem. So just be careful what you're thinking and what you say. And Jesus said, you ask and you will receive. No, no, that you receive. That is the biggest hero, mm-hmm. if you call hero, but the biggest inspiration. Uh, the Buddha and Jesus. When Jesus was dying, say, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. And we still, after 2,000 years, we're still blind. <laughs> we still don't know what we're doing. Yes. How much, not much change. War, you know the situation power, war, so much violence. It's all what we're doing, and all is mine. This is probably my conclusion. So I invite the people to reflect about their life and maybe try to do something. Don't be scared to try different things. Even some people go to scared, oh, shaman, meditation, what is that? You don't need to feel scared of anything. Like me, I will never know I will become a teacher if I not try. You will never know what it is until you give a try. Meditate, meditation will not kill you. Yes. Breathing will not kill you. Even it's free. You're breathing, conscious, you get medicine. So I encourage the people, uh, your, your audience, to be more daring. Because trust me, we carry this matrix in the mind. Challenge yourself. Yes, you ask me why people sometimes don't want to keep the process because of the mind. Mm-hmm. The ego mind doesn't want you kill the ego mind. That's why we create so many tricks. Oh, you're too tired. Oh, no, no, this is not good. Baby, try this. Find something in YouTube. Yeah, it's good. Trust me, the healing will not come until you defeat your own demon as the Buddha did. Thank you so much. That's a great way to end it. Thank you. And then, thank you very much. A true inspiration. And I love doing podcasts that have 
positive energy and you definitely have full of positive energies and I really appreciate you welcoming in, me in tonight and I wish you nothing but the best for the future. Thank you, my brother. All the best. Thank you. Hi, I'm Nigel the Shanghai Psychic. I can tune into your loved ones in the spirit world, but I can also tune into you, tell you about your path and the choices that you need to make and need to know. I'm currently giving 30% discount on all Tell Craig Your Story listeners. Just use the code Tell Craig Your Story for 30% off your first psychic reading with me online at Nigel the Shanghai Psychic.